Welcome back to part two of our conversation with Jose Peterson. If you listened last week, Jose talked about his childhood growing up in the Bronx in Puerto Rico. He talks about his career and how after going to West Point, his progression was happening and things were going good, but then how life kind of all unraveled around him. The good news is we're back for part two where we find out that his story wasn't over yet. I think the last thing you talked about was being angry. Yeah. You wanted nothing to do with God. You wanted nothing to do with the church. You wanted nothing to do. Clearly, uh, something happened between then and now. So let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. What happened? Yeah, so if you watch um, last episode, um, I shared that there was some infidelity going on every time I was gone. And... I didn't have confirmations every time, just the first time, but I promised myself that I would never dig because I didn't want to be hurt. Um, but um, things just started surfacing after we decided to separate. And people approached me and told me things that uh, were revealed um, that I didn't know before. But at that time, I didn't care. I was, I was like, I'm done. I'm really done. Sure. I closed my heart. Um, to the to my marriage and I don't condone divorce I really don't but you know I didn't want to be with someone who was unfaithful so I closed my heart I became angry and it was probably the most unhealthiest thing I could have done to stay in that anger to leave the church to leave a community that can help you out of uh, those feelings and so I self-medicated. I would go to bars. I would go to, you know, clubs. I would find other ways to cope with that. But in the middle of the night when I'm home by myself, I just miss my, you know, ex-wife at the time. I, I miss my children. And I didn't, I wanted my family back. Um, but I didn't trust. I didn't, you know, I didn't sure. want to be hurt again. I put up walls and I, you know surrounding myself with like-minded friends. You know, the friends at the time were all going through some kind of my little problems. Sure. And so we fed off of each other and it's probably the wrong answer at the time. Yeah, so here you are, you're hanging out with the wrong people. You're you're coping the best way that you know how, yeah. right? I think it's easy for people to look at somebody and go, wow, they're making bad choices. But at the time, that's the best you knew, Yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, knowing you today, mm-hmm. I know that's no longer your no. your story. And so when you're in this, surrounded by the wrong people, doing the wrong thing, coping, what was the moment that sparked the change in your life? Um, I've only shared this a couple of times at Reboot, but now it's going to be national. So I ended up, um, I was trying to reconcile. Um, even though I wasn't in church. And so I would, we would meet up. And uh, on my birthday, uh, you know, I ended up, um, we were in Florida for an event. And it was kind of like uh, an event where you learn about yourself and your character and who you are. Um, So we were enjoying that. and then they had a um, service the next day. It was a Christian service the next day. 
So even though I wasn't in church actively, I was still trying to, you know, because I was, I had given my life to the Lord years before that, but God was always there. Um, but that night, uh, celebrating my birthday, uh, we went to my cousin's house and he pushed us, pushed us, pushed us to go. And uh, the Holy Spirit was like, don't go, you know, don't go. But we, I did it anyways, because I hadn't seen him in a long time and I went. Well, he was giving me lots of drinks and uh, we ended up getting into an argument, him and I did, and uh, got kicked out. I don't remember any of this because I blacked out. Um, well, all my anger towards her came out and I ended up doing things I didn't want to do that night and I got arrested. I got arrested and I got convicted with a family charge for something I'm not proud of at all. Sure. I'm not proud of it. I don't condone it. It is not the right answer. Um, and I should have sought help beforehand. But being a prideful man, an angry man, um, yeah, I ended up getting into an altercation with my family and hurting my ex-wife. And all that anger came out and I don't remember any of it. Sure. I woke up in jail and, uh, you know, being told what I, you know, the things that I did the next day really, really put me at the lowest point of my life. Um, but God started speaking to me. He never left me. He was always there. And, um, and you know, for those of us that are hurt, for those of us who go through stuff, um, God is in their life too, but we don't always right. see that, you know, right. we don't see that. Um, I ended up repenting so much for what I had done. I, I, you know, I asked the Lord to forgive me and I asked her to forgive me, not right away. Cause it's a process. I ended up going on probation for a long time and, uh, six years and, you know, it took a lot of healing and, um, being the person who did that, never proud of it. Um, didn't ever want to do that, but I did. So, um, and it was allowing myself to get involved with alcohol and losing self-control. Um, yeah. So that was really my most rock bottom part. And um, yeah. And even at your rock bottom, God was still there. Yeah. And I think that's one of the things that we forget about, right? Is like, you know, we think about Daniel in the lion den or Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego and how, you know, they're in these terrible situations. And we just expect that God would come in and pull them out of that situation when, in fact, God joins them in there. Right. So even in that jail cell, when you woke up and started to realize what had happened and what had transpired, God was there with you. Right. And so. I think shortly after this is when you had heard about Reboot. Yes. Um, so I knew I needed a lot of healing, um, internal healing. And I was also looking for a job at the time. Um, and someone had told me about Reboot. Um, so I ended up attending the course and finding so much healing from it. Uh, from releasing that shame and that guilt that I had over myself. Um, and it still took time. It didn't happen right away, but um, that was my inspiration. I knew that our military needed this. I knew that there are others like me 
whether the people know it or not, that have done things they're ashamed of, that they're not proud of. And so I wanted to help and be a voice for that person, for those people as well, and, and help anybody in general who have been traumatized and who um, wanted to find the Lord and find freedom and find healing. Um, and Reboot was there for that. And those, wow. of course, the church family as well. Wow. And so then again, like I know the rest of the story, right? So you start leading groups, you end up meeting your wife now, right? So yeah. you went from three kids to 76. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seven, yes. Seven. Uh, you and your wife lead these groups together. You've literally touched hundreds of people around the country. Yeah. Um, all because when you were at your lowest, God joined you in it and pulled you out of it. Yeah, well, I needed to do a lot of repentance for what sure. I had done. I needed a lot of healing for what I had done. And God never approved of what I did. That's I, right. He never did. Um, but I believe God wants a repentant heart. And once you commit your life to him, you should never do things like that again. And I truly believe that I am better and, than I was then, right? That's right. Um, so yeah, after my first, uh, after I went through reboot myself, I wanted to be a leader. And that's when I met, in that time I had met my wife and she, uh, we, um, I had led my own group and she attended that group. Um, but years later, we, well, we were, we got married after graduation of the group. Yeah. And then, um, we started having a family. So we added more children. Uh, I, I am blessed with my stepson. Um, and then we had three of our own. Um, but we've been leading Reboot since, and we feel that's our calling. And she's actually, um, she was a first responder. So it kind of fits in, you know, yeah. with the military first responder and then general trauma. Wow. Well, Jose, I just thank you so much for joining us. I thank you for, for just sharing your heart and sharing your story. Uh, I appreciate it so much. Thank you. You're welcome. And if you're watching this today, here's what I want you to hear. Every one of us make mistakes. Every one of us have things in our past that we wish weren't there, but they are. Right? If you didn't hear what Jose said, I want to say it again. Despite the guilt, the shame, and the regret, there is freedom from all those things. Right? There is an opportunity for us to take the experiences, both good and bad in our life, and to grow into where God's calling us. I'm so thankful that you took the time to watch another episode of My Life, His Story, and make sure that you're following along as we continue to hear how, how God has reached people throughout their lives to create the story. <laughs>